0: You are tuning in to The Seed Chat with Tristan, a Christian community designed for the youth, by the youth. Join us in discussing the truths and debunking the myths. Let's grow closer to Christ together. Welcome, my brothers and sisters. It is your host, Tristan Guillaume, and you're listening to The Seed Chat with Tristan. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day, again, to listen to us. It really means so much. Um, if this is your first time and you're interested, please share and subscribe. If you think it helps someone else, share and subscribe or, you know, share with them. And today, we have a special guest, and his name is...
1: Braden Green.
0: Hi, Braden. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about just, like, um, streaming, you know, visual consumption, like, you know, sports, Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, you know, all of those stuff. And, yeah, we're going to get into it, like, figure out what the Bible says about it or how the Bible principles kind of apply to it in our lives. And um, just before, Braden, can you give us a little introduction about yourself so, so our readers or our listeners can hear a little bit about you?
1: Um, hi, my name is Braden Green. I'm a senior in high school right now. I'm 17 years old. I do a lot of extracurricular activities. Um, I go to church. I play volleyball. I do lots of a school, and yeah, that's me.
0: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, be D1 commit. But you guys might know maybe by the end of this year if our boy Brayden made it. If he does, I'll definitely share. Um, and before we get started though, I want to get an icebreaker like I always do. And the question today is: What game will we play if there's American Squid
1: Game? Ooh, I really like the first game, red light, green light, just because I think I'm faster than you.
0: You you think you're faster than me?
1: I think I would definitely beat you in that game. I think I would just
0: walk the whole entire time and then just, like, stop. I think it seemed like a short enough distance for you to walk through. Like, the old man could do it, so, like, you probably could.
1: Probably. You don't have to sprint as fast as you can, because then you're just going to fall.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if I was going to, like, choose an American game that we could probably play... I would maybe do like hot potato. I'm actually, like, Brayden knows, you guys don't know, we had like this hot potato game in my house where we would throw around this like giant bean bag and like the last one to get hit or the last one to have a hot potato was out. And like, imagine if we did like hot potato and like the first half people like lost. He so was going back and forth like extreme hot potato.
1: It'd be a very intense hot potato.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and whatever you guys think, let us know. Like, maybe shoot us a message, DM us, whatever you think. And we're going to get started. I want to start us off with First 1 Corinthians 10.23. It says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. And we as Christians are called to be good stewards of our time, treasure, and talent. And so I must ask, is watching Netflix or streaming devices or streaming um, streaming services, is that helping us be good stewards of our time?
1: So there are much better things to do than always watching Netflix or Netflix is the most productive thing to do with your time. I mean, you're not getting anything done except your own entertainment. Which, if that's what you want to do with your free time, then go for it. But there are many other things you could be doing instead of watching Netflix all the time.
0: I mean, I, I love Netflix. I love like watching sports and all these things. But I think, at a much like larger scale, if you look at your your time during your day, I think we spend so much time just watching netflix or watching youtube or you know watching like sunday sports i think we do so much of that when there's so many more constructive things we could be doing with our time and i don't know i feel like we're called to be more productive like the time we have is so limited like that's been something that's been happening to me like all week i really i've really been realizing like like we only have 168 hours in a week and when we spend you know 50 40 of the hours you know, watching Netflix, we really take a large time where we could be helping someone or you know, leading someone more to God or ourselves becoming closer to God. Like, like what do you think?
1: Yeah, so as a very busy person during the week with a lot of extracurriculars, I know what it's like to not have a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. So for me, personally, it'd be very wasteful to spend that free time watching TV, watching Netflix, watching YouTube. There's so mm-hmm. many other things you could be doing. Like, for example, on a Saturday, and know our church, has first Saturday serves. Yeah. So like, and Saturday, instead of going home and watching whatever, like, the the football game a whatever, go to your church, go help a family, go volunteer with um, any companies around. Like, there's so many other better things to be doing than just at home watching TV.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't think we're saying, like, just in general it's bad. I just think that, you know, there's something where it's, like, such a large consumption of it, where you're just constantly spending time doing it. Like, I mean, we've heard people, I've heard friends who've binged for, like, eight, nine hours straight. You know, I've heard people who just, you know, say, oh, yeah, I stayed up all night watching YouTube. You know, I, I watched Sunday the whole entire day. I was just watching football. I was just Saturday. I was all watching football. And um, I don't know, I think as Christians, we are called to be more constructive with everything we do. And, you know, we have to be physical, we have to be looking about how we can advance the community of God, how we can empower people, how we can empower ourselves. And when you're not necessarily filling yourself with nonsense, but, you know, when you're not filling yourself with things that can help help equip you to share the word and become the word and, you know, live out the word. It's detrimental to yourself. And, I mean, I get it. Like, like why do we have, like, such a hard crave, you know, to let, like, that next button go? Like, to let that, that, are you finished yet? Keep, like, playing. Like, why is it so hard for us to, you know, to stop an episode and just keep going?
1: So, I think a lot of it is tricked by, like, the editors and producers of these shows to try to draw us in, like, for example, making a show come out every Friday night, so... Are you doing the whole week yeah. is looking forward to Friday night so you can watch this new episode of this show you've been waiting for. Like, instead of waiting for Friday night to come see you watch the episode, try, like, getting rid of that and wait for Sunday mornings. Like, your free time, you can go out and be with members of your community. Waiting for something to happen that isn't helpful to yourself or others around you will not do anything for your life.
0: Yeah, I think they have such great algorithms with, like, all these streaming things. I mean... Again, people just can't wait for it to come out. I mean, we know like a, a new TV show or a new movie that to come out on Netflix or Hulu, and like people are posting it like two, three months ahead. Like, like I can't wait for October 15th or I can't wait for mm-hmm. December 23rd. Like, it's shopping, whatever. And I mean, I do think the way they kind of hook us in, they kind of lure us in, and it kind of makes it a trap where we are constantly craving more. But um, I believe as Christians we are called, you know, to resist that temptation and you know do things that are fulfilling to Christ, do things that are leading us towards Him. And um, I know like the are you still watching or you know when Netflix is like watch the next episode like it's automatically loading for you. You're like, I mean I might as well like it ends on a cliffhanger like let's finish it. They don't benefit you enough to you know be part of your everyday life. I mean I do think some binging and some some watching is good. I mean there's. It There is a joy in watching, you know, shows and, you know, being able to live and experience like that whole new world that you can never be in yourself. Like, I love that about the whole, you know, theater or whole television movie things where like you're able to be transferred into a world. So I'm not saying that we should completely stop watching Netflix, but like how much binging should we do? Like, where should we draw the
1: line? So I think you should draw the line when you realize you're spending more time binging or watching shows and doing other things that are more beneficial to you and others around you. For sure. Like if you see yourself at home obsessing over waiting for the next show to come out or obsessing wanting the episode to finish so you find out what happens to this character when she goes to see this character, then you're trapped in your own world of fiction when there's a whole reality world of God right outside right outside your house, right Outside your TV, waiting for you.
0: Yeah, the kingdom of God is like waiting and is wanting to be advanced. And when we spend our whole day, you know, forfeiting it to things that have no value in our lives, where, where I wish I could give up all the knowledge I had for like so many shows and just fill it with like scriptural texts and be able to recite Bible verses. But like I've given up the wrong time for certain things. And like, I do think, you know, you are allowed to enjoy, you know, maybe watch a couple episodes a week, you know, after you had a long day or, you know, after, you know, you're tired and you just kind of want to relax. I kind of see how we want to do that and it's good. But I do think where we draw the line is just like we said, we become obsessed with it. when. You know, that's all that's consuming our lives, consuming our thoughts, and we're not able to make time for God because we're making too much time for our shows, for our TV. And um, I think we have to be available for others as well. When we become more in the world that we're watching or more um, involved, more, I guess we have more of stake in things that we're watching than we do in our own lives, and we're really contributing to our own lives, I think that's a major problem, you know, for us. And, like, our generation, we do so much binge-watching. Mm-hmm. It's its just kind of absurd.
1: I 100% agree. There are so many social media apps and advertisements and everything here around you is about the new show or the latest um new trend. Like, right now, all, it's all I everyone's I talking about is Squid Game, yeah. which everyone knows about. And it's like... So you have it, though, so don't ruin it. I will not finish it. I mean, <laughs> I will not ruin it. But if you think about it, like, how much is watching Squid Game going to benefit your life? If you really think about it. It'll make you obsessed with it for a day. What what's going to happen in a week?
0: I love where you talk about how, you know, our generation does it so much and like they're so in tune to it. But like I want to know like isn't it still important to be, you know, caught up to connect with others who are not Christian, you know, to kind of like have like that gateway for them? So I love how you talk about, you know, how like everyone's talking about, you know, certain games and like it feels like the whole entire world is kind of focused on that. And I know like a lot of people want to know like isn't it still important to be, like, relevant or to be connected, you know, with all the new TV shows and all the new, like, movies, to connect with people who aren't Christian, you know, to have, like, that gateway for them to kind of learn and know more about Christ. So, like, yeah, like, me and you connected about, like, the 100, and, like, then, like, I convinced you, like, hey, you want to come to church with me? And like That's the whole sort of, you know, can we still use that? Do we still need to be relevant in order to, you know, progress to the
1: kingdom of God? Knowing the information about TV shows or movies isn't a necessity to connect with your with your people around you, but it could be used as a transition to become closer to them, or help them become closer to others around them. They don't even have to help other people around them too. Like if you can use that gateway as a TV show to help them get closer to God, or help them get closer to other people who want to, who are already close to God, that will help them form a community around themselves. That's all you need to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, me and the guys shout out the boys if you're listening. We talk about things that we all share in common and there's a there's a sense of unity and a sense of brotherhood when you're able to do that but I do think you know we are told to guard our hearts guard our eyes and when we just let too much in it, it becomes toxic and it doesn't allow us to you know live out our message effectively and I want to know um, how can we control our binging or our mass consumption of like TV
1: so one thing you can do is set predetermined limits on yourself yeah. I know I personally have struggled with binging and have found myself on the TV in front of hours for hours before. and It's not the best feeling afterwards. But you can say, okay, I'm going to go watch an hour of this show and then go out and pray with my family. Or I'm going to watch two episodes and I'm going to go read the Bible some more. There are ways you can push yourself to be closer to God instead of closer to the TV.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, one thing that has like kind of been on me recently is you know, when I go to sleep, just shut the TV off. Don't watch TV before you go to sleep you know, like you said, either read the Bible, just sleep, you know, take, take away that time that is like, I know a lot of people say like, I like to use a TV to like rest. I mean, honestly, it makes me more tired. So I can't really relate to that. But I mean, shut it off and go to sleep early and get that extra rest. And, you know, have the next for the next day have more power to move forward. Or um, some people set timers on their phone. Some people, you know, like they just have someone kind of like, hey, like after this time, could you come in my room and tell me, hey, Stop watching it. There are ways you could do that. And it's important that you do do that. And you don't just consume your whole day. You consume so much time. So much precious time that we have here on this earth with watching TV and all those things.
1: Yeah. And if you say you're going to stop after two episodes, you really have to try hard to make yourself stop after two episodes. I know the producers trick you into leaving episodes episode on a cliffhanger. So you want to know what happens next. But try not to fall into that trap. Try to limit yourself because you will look back on it and thank yourself.
0: Yeah, and just try to get into your head like it's not that important. Like it will be there, it will not leave. You can watch it later. It will time will go, and you can still be there and watch it. So don't have to worry about too much. Hey, I have to see what ends here. I have to see what happens there. You know, I mean, this is a season finale. But besides <laughs> right. that, like you have time really to wait it out. And I kind of want to shift now towards maybe like the content that's on some of these shows yeah. and these movies, and you know all these things that we're watching. And like, I want to know like what are some guidelines to things we should watch.
1: So I think definitely there is a line. I think a lot of people think like, oh, this is okay. Oh, this is fiction. But there definitely is a line. There are so many shows out there that are all action, all murder, all blood, all that stuff. But thinking about that stuff and having that stuff in your head and being consumed by it and waiting for the next episode, waiting for the next part of the show is not going to help you.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think um, for each person... The the line's a little bit differently drawn depending on how far you are in your faith and how, you know, confident you feel in your abilities. But I think there are some things that, you know, even a strong Christian should just blatantly avoid. I think there are some things that a strong Christian would know to avoid. A strong person or somebody who wants to become strong in their faith should know, like, hey, this is something that is not gonna lead me towards Christ. And like I wanna talk about like some shows, like, what do you think about The Bachelor, Too Hot to Handle, like Love Island? Like, like, what are your thoughts on shows like
1: that? So a lot of those shows are very lustful in nature. Mm -hmm. It's all about sexual desires and attraction. Even The Bachelor, it's about attraction. You say it's about the personality. There is an episode devoted to having sex with somebody. So you can say what you want about watching a show and being, oh, that's not my life. That's somebody else's life. I can just watch and enjoy it. But watching it makes it turn into your life. If watching those shows put those thoughts in your head, then you are now, quote unquote, part of those shows if you're consumed by it. Yeah,
0: and like, what are we really consuming them for? I mean, like, the values in a lot of those shows just don't even uphold you know, what we as Christians are striving to have and the values that God has put forth in the Bible and, you know, in our hearts. And we can't be watching something that is degrading our own values, degrading what God has said is, is pure and holy and accepting it. I think it kinda makes us a little um desensitized, you know, to such things. Like people just talk about the bachelor like it's some normal thing. Like it's okay for a guy to have thirty girlfriends or it's okay for a girl to have twenty boyfriends. And I think that whole ship is like like why do we accept this? I mean even shows like Criminal Minds, Dexter You, like we become like desensitized to the killing and the murder of people and we're almost even in some of these shows like cheering for the person who has committed the crime. I know I think the whole concept like we don't realize how much is really changing our minds, changing our thoughts. And we have to distance ourselves from these things and, you know, fill our minds, fill our hearts with things that are of the Lord, that are of love and of God.
1: Yeah, I agree. If you catch yourself watching a show and watching for example murder happen, I can come to Minds, And not being affected by it or watching with a blank face, then that show has trapped you into its effect, which is trying to draw you in, trying to make you think of that show instead of thinking about other things.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it's just absurd to me. Like, my sister, she used to watch um, Criminal Minds, and I would walk downstairs and I would see her playing it. I'd be like, how do you sit here and watch? Like, how is that something? I mean, I might try to do condemnation, I might, you know, try to commend anyone here. But I mean, there has to be a point where we, as you as a Christian, has to really draw that line. And be like, no, this is not something that you know is God willing, God God honoring, and I have to put myself in areas you know where the, I am doing just things. And there are so many shows, like there are so many shows to choose from, so many movies, so many things to watch, that to choose that time that you choose to relax to fill yourself with something that only pulls you further away from God. I just I think we should just Christians to be you know striving to do more.
1: Yeah, I hundred percent agree. There are some shows definitely to avoid. But then there are so many shows you can replace them with.
0: Another one, like another show or more shows that just came to my mind, like what about shows like Narcos, Breaking Bad, like On My Block? Like how do those shows, like like, how can they affect people?
1: So it's kind of like the same idea with the past three shows. If you're watching people participate in drug usage on, on TV and being completely normal with it, then that TV has corrupted your mind. That show has corrupted your mind. It is not a normal thing to be consumed by drug usage.
0: Yeah, and like that's like the thing. You said exactly that. You know, we make it seem normal. Like I, I watched the first episodes on my block, and I like shut that down. I'm like, this is not a show that I like. This is not a show that you know has God's intentions written all over it. And this is a show that really, you know, puts you into a world that is chaotic, that is filled with drugs, filled with all these things that aren't of the Lord. And people just watch it and just accept. Like, oh my gosh, like I love this show. I want this show. I want this to be me. And we see this in all these different shows. Like how. Like, we don't, re- like, again, we don't realize the impact it's having on our hearts, on our soul, on our spirit, you know, on our judgment. And, you know, it's all these unconscious things that are really taking hold of our actions in our lives, you know, making us more likely or more more tempted in certain areas in our lives. And we have to really, you know, stray away from those things and, you know, flee from temptation, flee from the things that are not of the Lord, and, you know, pick up our armor and do do things that are of the Lord. And I want to know, like, how might some of these You know, like, watching certain things, like, begin to influence maybe your own behavior. Or how has it maybe influenced your own behavior? Like, I know for me, when I watch, like, UFC or boxing, right, like, I really feel aggressive. I feel, you know, more likely, not really more likely to attack someone, but, you know, like, those urges in me want to come out more. I, I become, I guess, like, enjoying the suffering and the pain of someone else.
1: Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, especially when people are little, like, when I was little... You see the language that people use on TV and like not not even if it's foul language, like the way that they talk to each other, like the demeanor they talk to each other, and you imitate it, it's how you talk to your friends. I know I definitely did that watching shows like yeah. the Disney Channel, like Jesse, like watching <laughs> Zuri and Jesse how she was so sassy and like being like a little mean to her family. Like that's why I would talk to my friends sometimes, thinking <laughs> it was do a joke. That a lot. And it's like, even though that those shows are pretend and it's written by people in a room and the word is spoken by people who are reading lines. Mm-hmm. Those shows are real too. You're watching those shows and that's how you think real people are in the world because it is based off real people. Mm-hmm. So watching those shows that are specifically written to be enjoyed, that are purely for entertainment and basing your character based off those shows is not going to make the people around you feel more drawn to you. It's just going to make them more drawn to the TV.
0: Yeah, I mean, even like, I guess we could even talk about like maybe like the influence of like the sex scenes and you know all the sexual contents in a lot of these shows. I think, it, you know, I know for me, it has it has made me more lustful sometimes. And I think there's all these things where, like, you know, you see a scene and you see someone hook up after they first met. And you, it we become to think, like, that's normal. We begin to think that that's something we should do. You see a guy, you know, mistreat a girl and you feel like, oh, this is something I should do. You think, you know, maybe even, like, subconsciously for a little second that that is something that is something that's going to get you a woman, that's going to get you somebody you're attracted to. I mean, the way they approach, I think, the sex scenes in a lot of these shows and even just... The whole sexual interaction, I think, is really God not honoring or not God honoring. And, I mean, I think those things stray us away so much. I mean, even as a society, we see it so much. We see it with hookup culture. We see it with all these things. And I don't think a lot of people put emphasis on how much the media and TV shows and, you know, Netflix and Hulu, how much they actually play a role in that.
1: Yeah. So, unfortunately, a lot of teenage shows focus on relationships and love and sex because that's a good way to draw a lot of teenage viewers in especially those teenage viewers that don't have a strong relationship with God. And teenage minds specifically are very susceptible to watching those scenes and watching the way they talk to each other and imitating into their own lives, which is not what the way God wants us to act. And it really isn't the way that pe- the people around you who care for you want you to act either.
0: And there's so many of them More concepts we can talk about, So more things, you know, we can bring up. I mean, like even, you know, greed and money and how like, they enlarge it and make it a trait that, you know, something that we want to, quote, unquote, desire, something that is important for our life or to backstab. And I think, you know, those traits steer us so far away from the will of God and, you know, from living out a Christian life where we're supposed to give, we're supposed to be, you know, working together, we're supposed to be united, we're not supposed to, you know, betray our friend, but treat them as we want to be or treat ourselves. And I think there's so many things we have to really be mindful of, how, you know, they influence us and how they can influence us. And so, like, I mean, even when I watch, like, a TV show or watch a movie or watch something on YouTube, like, I look at the content, I look at what it says, and I really make sure that all those things are God-honoring. They make sure that they're all, you know, something that I need in my life or something that I want to um, enjoy in my life. And make sure those things kind of fill all your guidelines as well. I mean, again, everyone's different, but... Make sure those things are something that you believe you can handle, believe something that you're able to you know, withstand and be able to still give to God or be able to watch, I guess, with your parents or watch with God and know that you're still something that's exemplifying the values that you want. Yeah, for sure. So my next question is, what would you say to someone who believes, you know, they are strong enough in their faith, you know, to watch shows, that you might be more vulgar or have more drugs or something that are less holy or less God honoring? Like, what would you say to those people who feel like that's something that they feel more comfortable with and they feel like they're even stronger than others?
1: So I do think that people have in their mind that they can watch a show and not be affected by it, but just because you aren't watching a show that focuses on drugs and then going to the street and buying some drugs doesn't mean that you're not affected by the show and the show doesn't have implications that follow you to the next day. Just because you aren't directly doing what the characters are doing in the show doesn't mean that those characters aren't in your mind and those actions aren't in your mind while you're talking to people, while you're... Describing the show to other people, like if the first thing you say to the show about other people is the drug usage or the sex or the violence, then that isn't a show you should be watching.
0: Exactly, you hit it right on the head. I mean, I do think again, like you said, people are, you know, stronger to are more able to resist than others are. I think if you're thinking that you are, you probably may not be because you have too much confidence in yourself. But I think we have to really, again, be aware of the unconscious. And that is hard for us to do. That is something that, you know, we try not to do when we're watching TV shows. We just try to enjoy. But the unconscious affects us so much more. And it, it doesn't benefit us to the extent that other shows can. And I want to end this off with maybe some words of advice for some of our listeners. A word of advice I want to give to you guys is, you know, watch something that, you know, you'd be comfortable with watching in front of your parents or your youth pastor.
1: Some words of advice i definitely like to give is to put limitations on your Netflix usage or Hulu or YouTube usage Limit yourself to a time limit or an episode limit and find other things, find better things to do with your time.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Another thing I would maybe like to add is don't be consumed with the things of this world. Don't Just because everyone else is watching it doesn't mean you have to be watching. It doesn't mean you have to be part of that circle. You can be outside. As Christians, we are called to be outside. So you don't necessarily need to be zoning in into what everyone else is saying.
1: Yeah, 100%. Even though yeah, you keep in mind that these characters are fictional and the things they're doing aren't real, you have to remember that they have implications in your life, and whether you're aware of it or not, the personalities and the actions of these characters do come out in you from time to time, and it will be noticeable by friends and family seeing how you change from watching a show.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree, and um, I don't want to let you guys off yet. I want to give you guys a little bit inside of what we like to watch and how we feel about certain shows, and we're going to give you guys some quick recommendations. So a TV show I like to watch is called Rain, and it has to do like kings and queens, like medieval times. If you like that, that's something I would recommend.
1: Some shows I really like are The Office and Friends are kind of the same show, kind of. It's a lot of light, light-hearted comedy and humor.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit not the best stuff, but it's enough. I think if you are pursuing God, you should be able to withstand it. I'll recommend the Lucifer. I know a lot of us have watched it, but if you haven't, I would definitely recommend it. It's a little bit of a different take on on the devil, but
1: it's, it's interesting. One show that I really love is Survivor. It is a reality TV show, so there isn't violence, there isn't drugs there isn't anything like that it's not written by people for entertainment it's real people interacting which i think is really cool and really important to what we're trying to watch
0: yeah and the last thing i would love to recommend is zoo i recommend it so much no one takes my word on it if you do dm me snap me whatever it is and i'll like literally give you a cookie whatever it takes to get you to watch it and it has to deal with um like animals turning on humans and it's just a very very interesting sci-fi and so, yeah, we want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode um, and hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Sea Chat with Tristan. I hope you're able to receive what was spoken today and that God can continue to strengthen you in your journey. If you were touched by today's episode or believe it could benefit a friend, please share on any social platform. Don't be afraid to reach out to us regarding any questions at Tristan Guillaume on Instagram or email at TristanGuillaume16 at Yahoo.com. Hope to see you next time and have a blessed week.